That's it, man. Perfect. We're live. <laughs> That's pretty good. I can't wait to to start everything. <laughs> Comment ça va? Ouais, ça va très bien. I'm awesome, man. Cool, man. Listen, um, we're obviously not live on the internet right now, but all right, we are busy recording. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're just gonna talk, man. So, uh, for anyone listening or watching, this is Emmanuel from Democratic Republic of Congo. Very good. That's awesome. And um, you've been in South Africa how long? For three years now. Okay. Yeah. And um, how old are you? 25 years old. So you came here in 22 years old. Yeah. And I know Emmanuel that he came to study at my school almost two years ago or a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago. So you came to study at my hospitality school. Yeah. And... Uh, graduated as a waiter and he was like one of those exceptional people <laughs> that was very different from the others yeah. and um, and became very successful and I like the way you think so that's obviously why I'm inviting you yeah. um, and I just want to listen to your story man so let me just edit a little bit of volume here all right I think I think because we're talking quite loud in this. Listen, man, why did you leave DRC? Uh, first, it was uh, like I was dreaming about going out, like going away, going overseas. So I spent like uh, two years by fetching, by looking for a bursary in my country. So it was so tough, very, very tough. And Bursary uh, for? Like for go and study overseas. Okay. Yeah. It was so tough and uh, like I was thinking about it too much then I get sick. I get like really sick. Like physically sick? Physically sick. Okay. I had the disease in my my head. Look, I was like, I can, like, I can do any, I can do nothing. I can spend like an hour or a day without moving. Yeah, that was, that was so critical. So my parents and Da Silva, which was you you know him as well. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like So I think Emmanuel would be fine if it's you went out of the country. Okay. Because it was he was like uh, dreaming of going out and spend his life overseas and stuff. So they just talk about it, then nothing happens. Then a few months ago, Hi Da Silva calling me that now he he had an opportunity for me, which is like traveling in South Africa. I was so excited, very excited. And things went so fast. Mm. Then within the months, then I took, I took my, my plane to Lubumbashi. Then from Lubumbashi to, I took a bus from Lubumbashi to South Africa. But how long were you <coughs> sick for, like mentally? So it took me about a year. That you just felt like moving one hour a day so just staying in bed not eating not eating not doing anything so and there was did you go to like a doctor yeah to? i do so doctors was like they were thinking maybe i was like maltreated by my parents they were like asking asking my parents did you treat your son very well what's happening exactly to him so mm. they were like no no reason so but we went hospital by hospital but like i think I was like, no, I need, I need to go out. So there was no way for me to, uh, like, to to get out of this, and then I get sick. Mm. 
uh, finally. And, and any medicine or yes, I like do. official <coughs> diagnosis? I do. I do get some, some medicine. Yes, but sometimes you work, sometimes no. I think the only uh, medicine who work uh, perfectly, it's me being here. <laughs> <laughs> so getting off your ass and yeah. doing something of your life. Do, yeah. But do you think that falls under the depression category or something like that? Or like or trauma or fear, hopelessness? Like, or you don't just think that deep about it? Uh, no, I, I never think about it. Like since I kept imagine since I came here, I never get sick again. Okay. Since I came here, I never get like never get sick again. I think, as I say earlier, that's my <laughs> my only medicine. So being out of my country, okay. like uh, also uh, helping me to like to discover myself. I was like, no, that's exactly me. So I feel so so good by being. But I'm not saying that. I'm not going back to my country. I'm proud of being part of DRC, but I wanted to 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 discover something else, like here. I want even to do more, but yeah. for now, you, I'm still. You want to discover white ladies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> why did you want to leave DRC so badly, or why do you think yeah. you feel so much better in South Africa versus DRC? Okay, uh, it's about uh, just to you from Kinshasa. Yeah, from Kinshasa. Okay. Yeah, it's about born and raised there. Born and raised there. Okay. Yeah. It's about uh, opportunities first. It's about uh, condition of 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 life, and uh, yeah, we in Kinshasa or in DRC, uh, we like especially uh, youngs, youth generation. They're like working so hard to to succeed in their life, but uh, uh, our country doesn't give us that opportunities to like to discover our, ourselves. Like in South Africa, like uh, that that the reason why I was like, no, no, I need to, I need to go out. I need to, I need to to discover myself. I need to find out exactly who I am. Yeah. Yes, I did start uh, some some stuff like working working or like doing some small businesses you know uh local money it's still local money it's still small for us so i was like it's not working but let me let me figure out but it was still it was so tough but you guys are on american dollar or yes we do okay. we got an american dollar and how many american dollars do you need to live a comfortable life in kinshasa uh for example yeah Paying rent, electricity, food, yeah. medical. Uh, I think uh, for for a single person, yeah. for a single person to to live comfortable, you need at least four fifty or five hundred dollars a month. Which translates to about eight, seven, seven eight thousand a month. And is that difficult to get? It's so tough. It's so difficult to get that kind of salary. In my but country. why? Because the economy is not doing well, and I the government is shit, or like. I think so, uh, and. Uh, most of the people, I think, fifty percent are, are, are unemployed. Okay. Like fifty percent, I think it's it's even more. I just mm. take that numbers, but fifty percent are unemployed, and uh, and fifty percent are out of the country because of this situation. So why do you think you guys got into that situation? I think it's. Uh, uh, I didn't. I didn't decide. I didn't choose myself to be in this situation. So yeah. I think. 
I think uh, there is a reason why I'm in this situation. Maybe I'll be, I'll be the one who's gonna change it one day. <laughs> you never know. You're gonna become president. Uh, yeah, one day, Let's maybe. See, <laughs> but, uh, but I'm not. I'm not happy to be in that situation. Yeah, but yeah. do you think that, um, like, obviously, if the economic climate is not doing well, then yeah. I believe that the government has some sort of responsibility yeah, for that. Of course, like. Like, you guys are democratic. Yes, we are. When did you become democratic? I think since uh, 1960. 1960. Yeah, and 50. since 1960, it's been quite peaceful in DRC? Uh, no. <laughs> no, not, not at all. Because <laughs> so what's the big problems? Because that might uh, yeah. highlight why you guys yeah. are in the situation that you are now. Yeah, I think, I think the big problem is uh, it's more politicals. It's more like... I think it's more. Pol- I always say to myself, like, uh, politics are 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 distracting us. Politics are like blind, blinding our our eyes. So we can we always focusing on politics stuff, and then we can't do uh, other things. Else. But like, like, what politics do you have in DRC? Like, we got more than hundred, more than hundred like uh, political parties. Imagine. Okay. A lot, and. Each of them will come with their own promises, and then we will do this. We will do this after the election, and after that, nothing. Nothing. More promises, but zero chance. Sounds like South Africa. From you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have like we have political parties here, but yeah. we obviously have one, which yeah, is the ANC. And it's difficult for me to comment on politics in a deep way or anything in life really because Mm -hmm. i'm only 34 you know and i like to speak from my own experience rather than opinion but i can only experience so much in 34 years Mm -hmm. i'm sure it's the same for you in 25 years but i don't know my understanding is that economic climate unfortunately government plays a big part yeah and again like my experience is a lot of promises and then as soon as they win, nothing happens. nothing happens. But I think it's everywhere in the world. Yeah. I think the problem is that we don't have a lot of money. You know, so overseas, if there's corruption or they steal money, there's still a lot of money for the public. Mm-hmm. Where I think over here, there's just. But then again, there's a lot of money in Africa, man. Yeah, yeah, a lot. The rich people in the Congo, they're yeah. super rich. A lot, super, super rich. Driving nice cars, nice big cars. houses. I'm telling you, you can't believe them. You're like, wow. A lot expensive courses. And um, where do they get their money? Alright. Uh, DRC or Kinshasa, uh, I think people are living there. I like... Yeah, they, they, that's the only things I like about, about, my, about my country, about being uh, from DRC. We all are uh, having those things about business mind. Mm. So like investing in something or like get to get into a business stuff and then they can be like but i always say to myself uh, we need someone behind us who can push us i think that's most of them who are like that so they they they, they are like getting some support yeah from other people like no i need to i need to push you so you need leadership need leadership and there's not enough leaders in no no no, there's not enough leaders or good leaders yeah or good lead. I, and even though uh or good like 
people who haven't like good uh, business minded mm. yeah so like uh i like i like england so much because i'm more interested in, in like especially english england uh, england business and stuff so they're like more investing in people no no i'll give you this i got my share where you succeed i'll succeed as well yeah i think i think it's not happening in in my country we're like uh looking for our own interest mm. and then that's why like most of us are are failing or are not going going not further yeah i think that's yeah and i think it's we know what's sad for you know how many black people i spend time with yeah, yeah. you know and um Mostly Zimbabwe and Malawian, but mm-hmm. there's obviously some of you guys from uh, Congo that I spend and a few other countries. But yeah. I always ask people, if you had the option to be rich in South Africa or rich in your own country, 99% of people say, I want to be rich in my own country. Yeah. And it's so sad that they feel like they can't live there because there's no money mm. and they have to come here. And I think it's the same with uh, England. There's so many people from Europe that go to England for the same reason. Mm. Not exactly, because there, there is money in their own countries in Europe, but yeah. obviously it's a little bit easier to go to England. Yeah. But you're exactly the same. If you could choose to be rich in South Africa or rich in Congo, you'll move back to Congo tomorrow. Definitely. Definitely. I will move back to Congo. Definitely. So why are you enjoying <coughs> South Africa so much? And why did it have such a big impact on your head? Uh, so that's a question I was waiting for. <laughs> 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 so... There Just speak a little bit more into the micro. Yeah, okay, so the reason why I did, uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying South Africa. South Africa did help me to discover myself. Mm. It took me a little bit of time, but I did really enjoy it. I know what I want. I know who I am. And I know even where I'm going. Mm. So as a person, as a human being, if you know all those three things, meaning you, I think, let me say it, you're rich. Mm. Yeah, you're rich. So, uh, there's one uh, wise uh, uh, writer say that know yourself and then you know uh, a lot of people. So, as soon as I know myself, I'm like, okay, it's much easier for me to to know even more. Yeah. So, South Africa did help me uh, so much. I've been through difficult parts. I've been through a lot of things like bad things, sad things, and even uh, good things as well. Yeah. So, it's, being, it's like being those... Uh, situation did help me to be like no 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 I'm I'm proud of myself and then who I am now it's because of this country and then I'm like yes that's that's me. But what do you want? And where are you going? Alright. Uh <laughs> <laughs> what makes you so happy man? Uh, or like because always when I see you you have positive energy. Yeah. Or you have this star in your eye like yeah, yeah. everything I do now is gonna help me to yeah. achieve that yeah and it's this strange thing of like i've spoken to you about considering changing yeah. uh like businesses mm-hmm. and you're like no it's not the problem and like i'm learning so much here and even if it's bad <laughs> i'm learning yeah. where i'm like fuck that man like <laughs> we gotta change that it's yeah, all yeah. about enjoying life now or yeah. just feel and i love that about you and there's yeah. always a positive energy yeah. so what gives you this positive energy uh first it's about other uh, than ladies <laughs> Yes, I, I do love ladies as well. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, first, uh, it's about it happened like uh, a year and a half ago. 
Let me. It's about like it started when I did meet you. Okay. Like I did start a, a cross with you. So mm. that was my first my first big experience in my life. So uh, it's like you you're like a, a magnet. You're like no no. I won't let you go. You must stay with me and train you and work hard together. That's what happened. And uh, putting me through uh, hospi- hospitality uh, uh, industry did help me a lot. You know, meeting people, you meet different mind thinking, and it's, uh, most of them are if if it if they are positive, they will put an impact in your life. Mm. So that's exactly what happened. You put an impact in, in my life. You change my way of thinking. Mm. You're like, no, no, no. You know yourself. You, you. I, I know you. You, you like being through businesses too much. I don't even know how how many days you are resting, but you're working so hard. That's how I am as well. Mm. It's so it's it's so tough for me to 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 rest. The only time for me to rest is like after work and then after to finish my studies and stuff. But uh, what I want is like creating my own industry running my own business like a lot of people like working for somebody yes we always we always starting there but my dream is uh building building my own empire and where i'm going it's uh it's coming in four years times from now <laughs> it's gonna be a huge a huge a huge uh story i think we'll be here again talking about it and show even more pictures about it so yeah. that's where i'm going and uh hope you'll be will be something great so because i'm if if people listen to this yeah. like i think how do you find this this energy or this thing that makes you happy yeah because i think a lot of people are trying to get that yeah like fuck like you know yeah. life is difficult i'm having a hard mm-hmm. time and now look at someone that they yeah. can't move for for 23 hours a day and yeah. then suddenly they found something yeah. that gives them inspiration mm. how do someone find this did you just find it by luck was it just by accident mm-hmm. like did you make a decision i'm gonna yeah. like how did you find this because yeah. if someone's listening they having a hard time yeah. what would be the suggestion yeah. first uh, it's about it's about choice secondly it's about being patient Imagine, uh, I've been here since 2016, but I started like moving forward two years ago. So, which means I spent like, uh, like, like a year and a half by fighting, by struggling. And as I said, it's about choices. There are a lot of people who, who did pass through my life, but I didn't choose them. I remember someone gave me your, your, your contact details like, six or eight months ago i didn't co- i didn't call you i think i had a contact with you but we couldn't meet each other mm. it was after a month or like a time ago then i did call you it as i said it's about choice yeah by the time i did decide i did take that choice that the time we did change everything and i was so patient mm. so patient by waiting by now let me do the training f- i don't know what's going to happen yeah let me do the training first then but what made you the decide after like six months to finally contact me uh, and i, and I <laughs> like it's a big compliment so thank you very much yeah uh, i don't want the message to be people must try to meet david <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
because that you know i don't know that yeah. thing, it's a big compliment yeah. so thank you but like there's other ways to find this yeah you know you just found it by yeah. by accident meeting me and yeah. by going into the industry um but i'm sure there's other ways that people can find this and what was it this like what made you finally make that decision to contact me so uh before i was i was having that fear like uh, i did stop working because i was working as a, a security guard Fuck, all the congolese are working yeah. in security man and, and uh, the port like the portuguese guys also from that so area <laughs> yeah that's you guys are amazing at security yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is something about you guys yeah. that are, you are amazing like yeah. you congolese people are amazing man. Yeah. strong strong physically yeah. strong but mm -hmm. mentally also strong yeah. intelligent bilingual mm -hmm. anyway continue man. yeah uh I remember I did have in my savings 3,500 rand. And I checked the cost phase was like 1.2. Mm. I was like, my house rent is... It was so cheap back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, my house rent is 1,000 rand. So I was like, okay, I must pay school fee. I must pay rent. I must pay food mice for myself. I was like, okay, yeah. I'm going to have nothing in my pocket. That was where my my big fear was. Like, uh, imagine I did finish do the training today, I'll really get a job. I really start making money because I was like, yeah, you'll make more money as a waiter. Mm. So I was like, no, let me took that risk. It was a risk, mm. and then it was. That's a big risk, man. Yeah, that's like thirty percent of your money. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was a risk. I was like, let me take that risk, and today it did pay. And you were waiting six months to find the courage. I'm telling you, it was six months of like thinking, thinking. And even my landlord was like, Emmanuel, are you, you're not working, but how are you paying rent? Yeah. How are you paying rent? How were you paying rent? So I was like spending the whole day without sleeping at home. A week maybe. Like I work double job or triple job maybe, sleeping outside. Sleeping on the construction sites. What? Sleeping on the trucks. It was because you didn't have place. You didn't have an apartment. No, no. Because I did have an apartment, but yeah. because I wanted money. Okay. To pay my rent. So you just went for security jobs. For security jobs for part time. I didn't want to work for permanent security job anymore. Just okay. I go and work, then you pay me. And you were studying civil engineering at Imagine. the same time. So like nine to five civil engineering. Imagine. And then from After six o'clock to six o'clock in the morning. I was spending like a week without sleeping in my own bed. You were one of those motherfuckers <laughs> sleeping on the job. <laughs> <laughs> CCTV will watch yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Fuck, that's crazy, man. Yeah, that's so crazy. And uh, and you were passing all your subjects at uh, so yes, I was. I was one of the best in my class. Fuck. One of the best in my class. I was even teaching most of the, like creating an extra job at school, like teaching students and then earning more money. Yeah. So it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, but I was like, no, no, I need to take that risk. But what, mm? like, so now you're scared to to take this decision. What helps you to? To take that risk like some people have faith like religion some people okay. just have like i don't know strong belief yeah, yeah. in something like what help you from position a to position, position b, b to make the decision uh to be honest with you i oh, I, I give really good sales pitch <laughs> to you like <laughs> i convince you with bullshit stories 
really don't know. Okay. I really don't know. So it just happens. And the unbelievable things was like after two days I get my first job. Yeah, we were very lucky, man. As a waiter, that was I think I think that's the reason why I love this industry. Mm. That's the reason why I love being in this hospitality industry. But fuck we were lucky, man. But yeah. it's also like um when I started my business, yeah. like I can tell you long stories about yeah. being scared, like everything that I've done in my life. Um, like I'm scared all the time and I'm anxious all the time. Right. And normally when I'm scared and anxious, I'm like, I have to do this. You know, it's like it's growing, it's progressing. Yeah. And But when I started my business, I heard this thing of you have to put yourself in a position to be lucky. Mm-hmm. So luck... Yes, there's luck. Yes, there's divine intervention yeah. or something, but you have to be there to be lucky. Yeah. Or you have to deserve being lucky. Mm-hmm. So your situation, you were coming. Anya, my wife, was obviously, she was very impressed because yeah. I remember she did like practical with you guys. Yeah. And I was saying to her like, because a lot of time I train people that are maybe not the most intelligent, they don't have good English. Yeah. And it can be quite frustrating. Yeah. Um, and then you guys came and you were a really good group. Mm-hmm. Everyone on good English. Yeah. It was a nice mix. I think we had Isaac. And look at my memory. My <laughs> wife won't believe this. We had Isaac from <laughs> from, uh, from Malawi. Malawi. Then we had you from Congo. The other guy from uh, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. What was his and name? Joshua, uh, Joshua and, and you uh, had uh, Joshua. I think I forgot his name. Yeah. yeah but anyway yeah. and i remember like going home and be like yeah i'm really enjoying this course the guys are really intelligent yeah. if i speak they're like listening yeah. like i feel like a sensei yeah. like from like karate or something <laughs> i'm like these guys are really listening and i have really big hope for them because that's obviously why i do my training yeah yes it's money but the goal is to get you guys to another level but then i can only help you if you deserve it yeah you know so we did the training somebody phoned me they're like i'm looking for a waiter i was like i've got this guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> i really like him yeah and we were lucky to get you in and it was a perfect place to start yeah you know so tell me about so he studied to be a waiter okay let me just check this levels um when you started studying to be a waiter, like what was the new things that you started hearing? Like, it, again, I'm gonna feel quite embarrassed saying that. What did you hear from me that inspired <laughs> you? Like, I sound so fucked up, man. <laughs> but what did you hear that inspired you? What did, what, what did I say that maybe started changing your way of thinking, and like got you like excited? Yeah. So first, it was like. It was my first time to be in contact with uh, with a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> after after 24, 23 years in I, your imagine life. Imagine to be in like in close contact yeah. because I remember like sitting like this like and sitting talking. Like this and talking because I remember most of the uh, our bosses, like uh, security bosses, they were like being on in their offices, like they were like in the army. You can't talk to them. They will send someone to talk to you, and then you. So it was my first time to be in contact with you, mm. and then it was a first. But it was about your your hard working. First, that that was because I remember now. Yeah, 
your first question to me was, I think I told you yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, yeah. Your que- I, I was like, any questions? Right. And normally it's like, how oh, much, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and you had this amazing question. Yeah. What, what is your um, secret to being successful? Yeah. I was like, this is just fucking <laughs> random, man. This is like a clever guy. Yeah. And I remember I just told you, working hard. Yeah, working never hard. Never giving up. Yeah. So that was the one of the things that did impress me. Imagine, I remember one day after the training, I came here and we were like working again, like working on something else, like for two hours, maybe. Then I was like, okay, this guy can work. <laughs> this guy can work. So first about your hard, hard working and then about your positive uh, thinking and positive mind. Mm. I remember you were thinking of doing something and then you, you were like taking my advice I did tell you, no, 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 let's just try. And st- you're always thinking about positive things. Guys, I'll tell you something. He was talking about opening this YouTube channel about a year ago. So now I'm into. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so that's one of the things that did uh, make an impact in my life as mm, well. Mm. I'm working so hard. Yeah. I'm working so, so hard. Like, I got friends who, who are like, Emmanuel. We want to see you. We want to spend. We want to spend like a uh, weekend together. Sorry, just before we continue. Okay. This is now the second time that this has happened. Okay. That we've just had a power failure. Oh. Okay. So what's going to happen is, we're going to talk for about another fifteen twenty minutes. Okay. Because these batteries will run out of the video camera all right. and my, my thing here. So if anyone's looking and they're like, fuck, where's all the lights gone? <laughs> this is South Africa. All right. <laughs> so uh, let's just continue talking okay. and then let's see. And then obviously we'll take a break, wait yeah. for the power to come back on and we'll, we'll all right. continue. So yeah, that that is. And then like putting uh, stuff together. Mm. You are so organized. I think I wasn't like that. You are so organized. Like when you're planning on something, you want everything to be in order. Mm. Even if it's... And I'm, I'm very close to you, but even it's, if it's about work, you're like, Emmanuel, I want this to be like this, in order. You're like, even changing your face, you must be in order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... But you know, that's <coughs> one of my strengths and weaknesses. Is It's not like perfectionism, yeah. but... Like, my father was in the military. So the way it was like, and the way I I grew up, it was like, everything is like you go into war. And the safest way to go to war (laughs) is preparation. (laughs) So it's like, even when I do my business, it's like the safest way to do business is preparation. Every project you do, it's like preparation. Um, So, because I think you realize that I spend a lot of time on preparation. And then once we're in the situation, I relax because there's not much you can do. Yeah. Like, you can only control so much. Yeah. So, I spend a lot of time on preparation. It is a problem yeah. because it takes a lot of my time. Uh-huh. That's why I'm working hard yeah. because I just, I, I don't, I overthink a lot of things. Okay. But it's probably good. But anyway, continue, <laughs> man. Yeah, so that's, that's most of the points who uh, I, really, I really get, especially from you, mm. then who like make an impact it's, uh, in my life as well. Fuck, man. And so then I got you the job in Somerset West. Yeah. Um, and 99% white people. White people. Was that strange going into waitering 
and serving white people. So you go from a construction site yeah. where you talk to no one. Yeah, to no one. And if they talk to you, you're like a slave. Yeah. And if you complain, it's like, fuck, fuck off. Up. And um, now you go in and it's like you have like freedom. You have like a bit of authority, yeah. independence. Yeah. There's like stress because yeah. it's like they want shit now. Yeah. Like tell me about that experience. Yeah, so my first, my first day was so stressful. Especially when you're meeting managers and owners. You're like, I'm like... I didn't have that uh, thing in my mind that no, they see white people. I'm afraid of them. Mm. But this and in, this industry totally changed everything. Now they are not your enemies. Mm. They are not like you are not a slave. Yeah, white people or bosses. White people and bosses. Okay. Yeah, white especially bosses. Mm. White people. No, you are you have a right to talk to them. So your way of thinking was a bit wrong was before right? yeah before you were thinking that you're not equal yeah we're not equal at all and because you're behaving like this they yeah. treat you like this yeah okay so i was like my first month or three months was a bit stressful because it was my first time to work as a waiter mm. then i was like yeah i must i must take fear out of me and then but how do you take fear out of yourself uh like walking it was about uh, walking it's about uh loving what i'm doing just getting involved getting just do involved. it yeah like especially talking to people because uh, i remember you at the the place that you know you're like i don't know why but the people don't want to talk to the customers my yeah. waiters don't want to talk yeah. and i'm just like hey how you doing yeah. and it's like <laughs> <laughs> so uh <laughs> yeah that is so i was like okay let me i must talk to them yeah. and I, I remember my english was so bad in thai I was like, okay. I, I wouldn't say bad. I'm just yeah. I'm like, it's better now. Yeah, it's but better now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I won't be afraid of my English. Let me just go into talking to people. Then people was so interested on me. Mm. I was like, really? That's who I am. So let me just be open and then talking to people. Because then you had white colleagues. Yeah, I do. And uh, you had white customers. Yeah. White was customers. that quite interesting and exciting? Very exciting. And Wait, that so helped you to get confidence a lot because we all the all the money is with the white people in South <laughs> yeah. Africa. Like yeah, I know yeah. there's this big argument, <laughs> like, but it is a little bit like that in the Cape Winelands. All the money is yeah, with the white course, people. Yeah. So now you start interacting with people and you mm. realize they're not going to shout at you, swear at yeah, you, well, treat you like yeah. shit. Plus, first week, fucking money. It was amazing. Like, how much did you make your first week? Like two thousand rand? No, no, that was my. That was my. That was in December. In my first week, I did. I, I didn't make not that money because I was. I still. I was a runner. Training. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was in training, but I started making money uh, after a month. Okay. So like a day, if it's busy, I can make like seven hundred rand a day. Yeah. Or thousand rand a day. If it's quiet, I can make enough, like three hundred. But how much did you make for like December? Right? So uh, that was amazing. That was amazing, guys. Uh, I did work a place for like people waiter was getting they were working for a, their own tip and then by saving only my tips I did get like 8,000 rand only yeah. by saving with tips and it's crazy because I always say to people like come train yeah you make between five to twenty thousand yeah. rand a month and it was so amazing when we got you the job and I think they don't pay per hour yeah yeah they, 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 let's they, not say the name of the they business pay, yeah they pay per commission. Yeah. 
the paper commission, which is you must sell like. So the first month when you were a runner, you were not making nothing because you're not selling. Selling, yeah. And then the second month, you were like, "Fuck, I got eight thousand rand." I was like, "That is so cool," <laughs> and just seeing how happy you were, and it's also like that obviously changes your life a lot. A change that changed it like everything changed everything because I'm I'm sure it gives you confidence. Yeah. Um, it gives you like peace of mind because yeah. you now can pay your bills you can eat stuff, yeah. like when you're off you can sleep yeah and um civil engineering mm -hmm. like who paid for that myself myself so, so on top of everything you have to pay for that for the school fees like and you were working living in Coles river living easter river yes the river yeah. traveling to somerset Thomas, west yeah. and then go back to belar in, in the campus and then um did you sleep at the, that place one night not even one, but more. <laughs> Why? Because there's no transport home. Yeah. So first, uh, my first month, yeah, that was like, I was working like uh, a waiter, daytime, and uh, later I was working like a security guard because I, I would say that because I was sleeping with the security guard outside mm. because it was my first month to work as a waiter. Yeah. And then I did have to save money yeah. for transport, for my bees and stuff. Mm. And then... I was sleeping outside as well. So everything about sacrifice. I was like, no, let me just finish everything. Fuck hard work, man. And then imagine in, in winter time, sleeping outside without any blanket, without any cover. And did you have enough money for food? You know, uh, in that time, in that time, no. That time, no. I was so like, what would you be eating every day? Like uh, eating at a restaurant. Guys, I used to spend like 10 by eating food from customers' plates. In that uh, first job In now. that first job, mm. from customer's plate, or I'll manage, if I make enough money, I'll buy food from my place and then go eat at home. I did the same in England, man. <laughs> like, um, I moved to England yeah. and like, I don't come from a super rich family. So yeah. that first two months, I lost like 10 kilograms okay because i didn't have money for mm. food and then i got a waiter job yeah and it was the same man i'll be like that old lady's not gonna eat a whole steak so i'm like watching <laughs> it's not my table but i'm like i'm watching and then yeah. sooner than i before i'm like can i clear it do you want doggy yeah, bag yeah, yeah. and she's like no i'm like fuck i'm <laughs> eating some steak tonight or yeah. i was eating so been there done that <laughs> i've been there too i've been there too so it's uh i think it's some some uh i think sometimes it's it's amazing mm. it's amazing it's uh i like my story it's so amazing it's uh i think people who are busy watching this video mm. uh i'm here to give you like a courage to give you like inspiration yeah inspiration to move like to take decision to take that risk probably yeah. it will change your life one day i hope it inspires people i think um yeah. I think uh, the battery is lasting maybe another 10 or 15 minutes. Maybe it surprises us. But I think we're going to just, if this is load shedding, it'll probably go for two hours. But All right. we'll do a, like a shorter podcast now and we'll get you back. But okay. Civil engineering, did you finish that? Uh, not yet. No, I, I, I couldn't finish that. So getting into hospitality in industry, as I say, helped me to discover myself. I'm like, oh my God, I like being in managing story. I like being managing stuff. I like counting money. I like controlling people. <laughs> <laughs> controlling like, or entertaining? Uh, both. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what about, yeah, both. I'm like, what about uh, doing management studies? Mm. And as soon as I started, I was like into 
I was like, it was so easy for me to do things. And even I remember my my first day in my new place that, that I'm working now, I came and then I saw two or three things who were not working. And then I gave the owner and, and the manager some few ideas. Then they, did, they were like, wow, where is it coming from? Mm. And then they put all my idea through the restaurant and it did apps everybody. So I was like, yeah, that's that's what I, I I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed yeah. to to deal with. So and it just gives you more and more and more confidence. More confidence. More more, more confidence. So I'm not done with uh, I'm not done with civil engineering courses. Now I'm doing cost and management accounting, which is uh, a nice experience for for me as well. So you change from civil engineering yeah. to accounting to and accounting business management. And business management because you change your goal in life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so how many years did you study civil engineering and then quit? Uh, two years. And you're like, I'm like, whatever. I'm like, my new goal is this. I'm yeah, going to invest I'm, money. I'm going to do that. And how much money does it cost to study civil engineering every year? So uh, I was paying like uh, 2.2 uh, after three months. So it was like 6,000, which were 12,000 for the two years. Okay, yeah. so it's so like six thousand rand a month, six, a year. A year, six thousand rand a year. And then the accounting business management. Accounting business is such a is is amazing. So I'm, I'm not doing a long uh, course, uh, a long course. I'm mm. doing a short term courses, which is for six months. I'm just paying two thousand four hundred rand okay. for yeah. the six months. And are you learning? And I'm learning. So okay. everything is online. So they're sending me book through home, and then yeah, yeah. I think the online works if you want it to work. Yeah. I did online courses and it was like 120 hours and I did it in like 20 okay. because I, I figured yeah. out the system <laughs> and yeah. I just want, I needed the certificate yeah. so I could do my job overseas. Yeah. Like I, I was good at my job because mm. I did a lot of preparation yeah. before the job, but the course I fucking bullshit. Yeah. But I think online training helps or yeah. works if you want it to work. Yeah. Um, what is your goal? Because you said earlier that yeah. you want this enterprise, yeah. and this is like your big yeah. thing that gives you meaning in life yeah. and inspiration. So tell me, what is this big enterprise? So the what makes you smile? Like <laughs> you have the answer, like yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I like I like restaurant too much. I like I would like to run my my own restaurant. Um, I got I'm into I'm into this business i don't know i don't know how but there are a lot of people who inspire me a lot who inspire me uh you first like uh, i got my my uncle da silva which is one of my it's like it's like a father for me but it's my uncle yeah it's like yeah do whatever you do do whatever you want as long as you're happy with that don't don't give up don't mm. give up so mm. i'm thinking of building my own uh, restaurant so the, the project still still on his way so we're working uh, through together me and him so uh, we say that we need we need time because we want everything to be perfect very very perfect we're working step by step mm. but uh, everything is do, is doing so well and this is going to be in Kinshasa it's going to be in Kinshasa okay we yeah we more are targeting like because in Kinshasa, yes, there is no money, but people like spending money. Yeah, they are f foreign business. Yeah. So people coming to do people business can there. Do business there. There are some tourists. Yeah. And a then lot. the rich people in Kinshasa a has a, a lot. lot of money. A lot. 
So the target market is there. The, yeah. So then, and but all the inspiration will come from here. Mm. Like the style, the walking, everything will come from here because, uh, as I say, South Africa helps uh, uh, me to to discover a lot about this industry. Let's let your house tell them brushes. Mm. You can see they're all straight built with restaurant and restaurant and all of them are making money. Mm. All of them are making money. So I'm saying my dad, I'm saying myself, why not me? I can't also make it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm even checking uh, this industry now in, in my country. There's a lot of places opening. A lot. I'm even checking the like the, f- the menus and stuff. It's a it's an amazing experience. I'm like, okay, we're still we're still on our way. We we are coming. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be something great. It's going to be better because yeah. you have some experience. Yeah. Because I love like I listened to a podcast yesterday and yeah. the guy said it was like the one guy asked the other one like how do you become like who you are yeah. or successful. He's like, well, I do martial arts and I ask a lot of questions. Okay. I'm looking a lot mm. and when people are talking that have more experience than me, I listen. Yeah. And I find that's the same with you. Like I'm not saying every time I talk yeah. I talk the truth or it's real <laughs> or yeah, it's yeah. amazing. But yeah. I like how you listen mm. and you always like consider and I look at like you have your book yeah, with yeah. all the <laughs> notes and stuff. And yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. Like and I think a lot of people don't realize how much work is involved oh. in projects mm-hmm. and running good projects. Yeah. And you're already looking at equipment. Yeah. Where am I getting it? Yeah. Where am I storing it? I know it's opening in four <laughs> years, but I'm going to buy it and keep it there. Yeah. And I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. So the goal is 2023? 20, yeah, 2023 or 2024. But we're still in four years from now. And then... We'll see what's gonna happen. So, like we, like we, I'm thinking about the first, uh, like the first, uh, to go and invest myself to check how things are going there. Mm. So to check how we can set up everything, and then it doesn't mean like well, if we opening in four years, I must stay, yeah. cross my hand, and then doing nothing. Yeah, you yeah. must go there and check everything. Go into those restaurants who are opening now. Yeah. Check how they are running their business. Asking questions even. Mm, mm, so mm. to find out exactly what's going on there. Tell the funny story of the silver that came to train, but he didn't want to come back. <laughs> Which one? You know the silver came to train? Yeah. And then he didn't want to come <laughs> back the second. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I remember my, my, my uncle came here for, for, for a visit. So... It was like uh, I, I want to spend a month with you, is because it's been a while. You never, you never see me. So and uh, beside that, there was another situations. Mm. So I was like, okay, instead of spending your time here at home, what about go and do the training with with, with David? Then it was like the first day you make me, you make him scared. Eh? It was like <laughs> <laughs> it was like I won't come back again. I was like, ah, you have to, you have to. Yeah. So. I think it did happen to me as well. My first day, I think the first day I came late in your training. Yeah. You were like so upset. You were so upset. I was like, David is like that. It's so straight went about his work and then his, his training. So you just give us confidence because it's like that at work. So there's more pressure. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah. You just make him like, you know, it was his first time here. A first time to deal with white people. It was like, <laughs> oh my god. 
it was like oh my goodness and i'm the worst white guy <laughs> to to spend time with if i'm gonna be your teacher yeah. like you know me like, yeah, if yeah. we're gonna hang out like i'm a cool guy but if i'm your teacher it's like push man yeah. push 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 so, but it's so funny man because everyone always complains or like everyone's always like what day one day two like oh. why are you swearing and shouting at us i'm like unfortunately this is the hospitality industry yeah. and i know that your your house is a good house yeah. your mom and your dad is not uh, talking to you like yeah. this plus i know the black culture don't really talk like yeah. this where the white culture is like jesus christ man mm. motherfucker yeah. like blah 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 it's just the way we express ourselves and i know like the people are coming and then they like once they uh, graduate they go into the restaurant and then they're suddenly like yeah so I put it into my training where people they get a big fright man yeah I think uh, I did also realize that as soon as I, st- I, I, I get into this because I like to watch like kitchen shows and restaurant shows wow that's exactly what happened in the training mm. chefs will swear at you owner will shout so that's exactly how you do in the training mm. so the same pressure you're putting on us the same pressure we get into work so it's totally normal it's just the first time and it's fear who like no 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 i'm not sure it's going to be like that yeah but it's the same reality and it's sad for me because a lot of people come to me and let's say let's say the solver came to study with me yeah and you were not there to say to him just go back it's, yeah. it's working yeah uh-huh, so many yeah, yeah. people that they decide, well, this is too much stress. Yeah. I don't like it. And that's so sad for me because a lot of these people continue to be housekeepers. Mm. They continue yeah. to be gardeners, working in construction, part-time jobs. And I don't know, maybe you can confirm or explain, but my problem is that these people that do these jobs, they don't like stress. And they're too scared. And it's almost like well fuck if you're not yeah. gonna grow if you're not gonna open your mind yeah. i can't help you to yeah. go to the next level yeah. i don't know if you have an opinion on uh, that. yeah uh, i think it's about it's about first having goals and uh i think let's say uh i know i know what i want dave yeah. i know what i'm looking for and i'm like i need thousand i need thousand rand every month but i'm working as a place where they're paying me two thousand rand every month i need to move forward Yes, I know. I need to leave this job and find, find another one. Yeah. I need to take that risk. So most of the most of the people doesn't take that risk. But why and is your thinking different from theirs? Because they don't think the way you do. Yeah. Like uh, what helped you to think like this way? Uh, like so I, I really don't know. I think it's uh, maybe I should ask my parents maybe. But I think everybody everything is coming from uh, the education. So I think education is the, is the key. So we start growing, uh, being a baby, it's uh, our father or mother starting to, to like give us some, some to, to show us a way. Yeah. So I've been Dasiva, uh, I've been I've been young. So he's Dasiva who raised me. So he was strict to me. He was like, he he did put me in business uh, things when I was so young, when I was like twelve years old. Yeah. I did start making my own money when I was 12 years old, mm. imagine. So, it's the one who, like, putting me into. And I think uh, it's about having, as I said earlier, having someone who can show you the direction. Mm. I think that's why most of the reason, 
why most of the people are failing. Okay. We don't have someone close to us who can show us, who mm. can lead us. Yeah. I think, yeah, that is. But you know what's sad, <clears throat> man, is that I have a lot of people that come to me, and you yeah. know me, man, I yeah. want to help everyone. Yeah. And everyone I can see, or not everyone, but yeah. 90% is like this big white guy <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and they're all yeah. like can i trust this guy <laughs> or like he's a little yeah. bit crazy yeah. and it's i don't know man i just wish i could help more people yeah. you know if yeah. i could get more people to have your story like mm -hmm. i have to accept i can't make everyone successful but that's obviously the goal yeah because then they have a better life mm -hmm. and then they sit here like you with like fuck yeah do you want to be president of Congo? Of course, yeah, one day. But like seriously? Like, uh, no, no, not like seriously, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're but, just joking. Yeah, I'm just joking. But, but would you go into politics? Uh, no, I'm not a big fan of politics. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. You like fan. money? I like money. I like business. But you also like people. I do. I do like people. I'm so friendly with a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. So, yeah, I do like talking to people. Like talking to them, saying them what I'm thinking. Mm -mm, yeah. mm -mm. It'd be fascinating to hear your story. It's always interesting being a waiter yeah. and having opinion for the manager or the owner. Yeah. And then it's different when you're the owner or the manager and you have to make the decision. Yeah. Yeah. So it will be really interesting to hear once that happens. But yeah, man, I'm going to I'm gonna stop it there. I think we talked about for 45 minutes or okay. 50 minutes. I'm really scared about uh, the batteries running out and right. then we lose the whole conversation. Okay. Um, I just want to say, man, I got you here for a reason. Yeah. And the reason is I love your story. Yeah. And I think your story can help other people. Plus, people are strange. If I say this story, they're like this big white Afrikaans <laughs> guy. But if they listen to you, yeah. they're like, it's fucking, it's yeah. true. Yeah. And this isn't about me or my business. This yeah. is about people listening to your story yeah. and trying to use that to inspire them, to motivate them. And it's not about meeting me yeah. and changing their life, but hopefully meeting someone yeah. that can give them direction, yeah. taking that risk, yeah. being patient, just hang in there, yeah. man. Like... Anyone can be successful. Yeah. I don't know if that's your opinion, but I believe anyone can anyone, be successful yeah. if they work hard. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So, I, uh, as I said, uh, it, the first thing is about a choice. The second one is about making a decision and then take that step forward. Then that's changed, like, everything. And today I can say uh, that one of the guy who... who, may, who who would like convince me to trust white people? It was like, oh, yeah, you you must trust them. <laughs> all, of, all of them, all of them are not so bad. You must you must trust them. They are very cool. Yeah, it's not, you, all, not all of us, but yeah, they are very cool. And then, David, you 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 don't help me with money. It doesn't help me with money, not financially, but it helped me with minds, ideas giving me strength every day when I'm like, I got an opinion, I need to get an opinion from you. I'm like, David, I have this. What can I do? So, yeah, that's what I'm getting from you. Yeah. And it helps me a lot. Mm -hmm. And today I was saying for everybody who was watching this video, thank you so much. No, man, it's my pleasure. Thank, thank you. you to you, man. Thank you. Thank you for meeting you. I think that was one of the best things in my life. And yeah. I won't, I won't forget it. Yeah, man. I won't forget it. You're going to make me cry, man. <laughs>
Listen, I'm very proud yeah. of you, man. So, yeah. you know, your story inspires me. So yeah. I also have to say thank you. And yeah. obviously we are together and we're just yeah. going to continue and see what we can accomplish. Awesome. Listen, man. Perfect. Thanks a Thanks lot. Thanks for having you. Merci beaucoup. Je vous en prie. Uh, au revoir. <laughs> <laughs>